Yo, 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 this is an emergency episode of Full Time Out Podcast. We had to get it up. You know, yeah. it's business. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Monk? What up, what up, man? Hey, I'm good, man. You know, due to the events <laughs> that were happening around the league. The block is hot. The block is hot. The block <laughs> is hot. You know, we, you know what I'm talking about. So, first and foremost... Um, James Harden, he made some comments yesterday. He requested a trade formally, you know, right. publicly. <laughs> publicly, <laughs> Said, man. This team ain't going nowhere. I'm not trying to be here for the long haul. I mean, get me out of here. Um, That's tough. To you. So you saw you saw the trade, so let's right. just repeat it for, for, for everybody. If some people are, you know, didn't hear what it's about. Harden going to the Nets. You got Caris right. going to Indiana, Oladipo right. going to the Rockets, um, Jared Allen, Torn Prince going to Cleveland, right? Dante Exum, uh, going to the Rockets, right? No, yeah, yeah, Exum to the Rockets, yeah, e- Exum to the Rockets, and you yeah. have three picks and four pick swaps. Dang, <laughs> hey, hey. going to Texas. All right. That's a big haul. Yeah. That's a I lot mean, listen, man. Brooklyn is known to do that. <laughs> Brooklyn the, is known to do that. This ain't the first rodeo. <laughs> Definitely not, man. Definitely not. <laughs> but who, who to you comes out the winner out of that trade? Right now, it has to be Brooklyn. Yeah? Right now. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the thing is, people like to look into the future and be like, yeah, but these picks, we don't know what they're going to pick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, having a pick, is, it's great, but you still got to do something with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, to now, the one team that has something that we all seen is Brooklyn. They got an MVP. Yeah. Or former MVP, I should say. And and also, like, I like the fact that you mentioned the, the picks because a lot of times people are going to be like, oh, um, you know, in 2024, they're not going to be good and guys are going to be 39. What, you know what? The one goal and the only thing people care about is the rings, is the championship. Hey, if I they remember. win in that time frame, everything else is moot. I'm, I'm going to give you your, your flowers right now, man. <laughs> I remember you said this a few years ago when Toronto made that move. You know I mean? They were thinking about it. I was like, yo, man, like, but they're not going to be good after because they're not even sure Kawhi is going to stay. He's like, yo, the goal is to win that year that you're in. You know what I mean? <laughs> Who cares what happens after? Exactly. Guess what? They won. They won. <laughs> I mean, I mean yeah, they lost the match, but so, you know what I mean? They were good the year after. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's what it's about. I think every year you got to go with your best swing. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think the only time you think about the future is if you got some young players in your building to actually get to that championship level. Exactly. That's not the case. You're in the middle of, I'm competing, but I haven't, you know, jumped over the fence. Then sometimes you got to make the move that's going to get you over the fence. It might be that one-time thing, but at least, you know what I'm saying, you got there. And then, you know, you rebuild, you know what I mean, if it doesn't work out. You know, exactly. that's the name of the game. Exactly. And, and the thing about Brooklyn is, and, and we noticed ever since Spence got injured, their margin for error wasn't that big. Right. 
you know, it, it was really, they were really dependent on their stars playing really well every game. Right. Now having a second, super, uh, not a second, a third superstar, a third superstar, you know, depending on what happens with Kyrie, you know, but it's a third superstar. Right. Um, now you have a lot more margin, even though their bench really isn't that good, but you can stagger the minutes and do all sorts of, you know, right. things with your roster. And James, for whatever we say about him and the way he looks right now, right. he's a really durable guy. Right. He often plays over 80 games a year, so you can really count on him to be there and, you know, consistently produce points right. and produce high-level basketball and, and really just be a great player all the time. Right, right. So I think Houston didn't lose, but Brooklyn is the clear winner because whenever you get the superstar, you win the tree. Exactly. And especially a superstar of that caliber. But oftentimes, the team that gets rid of the superstar is a loser. But in this case, I don't think they're a loser. No, they're, they're, they're not. They got a lot for him. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I think, especially in the direction that the team is going, I don't think there's one player that could have changed that whole situation they got going on right now. Yeah. So right now they get to kind of keep whatever, which they've been okay with John Wall. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to they're gonna win some games here and there. They're not going to be, you know what I'm saying, incredible. But, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I don't think there's one player – that they were looking at that was going to go there and boom, turn them into, you know, a West Coast contender. You know what I'm saying? So I think, I think it's great that they got picked so that, you know, they could, like I said, look into rebuilding. You know what I mean? Like have John Wall now because he's coming off those injuries and I know because they allow him to play and, you know, he hasn't hooped in a while. So he kind of sees from a different angle. Yeah. And you know, it allows him to, yeah, get it back right. No, exactly. And the thing is like, they, they're still, uh, they, they can still compete for the short term, but at the same time, they're set up for, you know, the long run where exactly. they have those picks, you know, they could potentially build around Christian Wood if they want. I mean, yeah. he's still pretty young and he still, he looks like he's a real guy also. Yeah. And, so, and they can do kind of do what um, OKC is doing, which is mm -hmm. if John Wall gets right, <laughs> send him somewhere for some more draft picks. Exactly. You know you know? and, and build up, like you said, a young Christian or, you know, get other young guys and then, you know, build it from mm -hmm. the ground up. Exactly. Like, because the, the thing is, OKC, they, they, I won't say they stumbled on Shea, but I don't think when they traded Shea, they thought that he would be a franchise guy. Yeah. Yeah. But now he's turned into a franchise guy. He is. And he now really is. you, you, you kind of you, – you can set yourself up around him and those 20 other picks that you have coming for the next six years, you know? Exactly. And, and it's the same thing for Houston, where they have Christian Wood. He's, like, he, he's showing stuff that you can say, okay, maybe he's, like, not – maybe not a number one option, but a number two option. Right. Plus those picks, plus, you know – yeah, you're you're gonna find something, and you're gonna set yourself up for the long hauls. But definitely. But one thing, and we dis we discussed it off the record. Right. I want to talk about it with, <laughs> with the Nets. Right. So they traded Jared Allen. Right. Jared Allen is on the Cleveland Cavaliers, and we saw DeAndre Jordan not looking necessarily great. You mm -hmm. know. Mm hmm. And to me, like, their biggest weakness right now is rebounding-wise. Right. Like, I feel they don't have, like, they're, I wouldn't say they're soft, but, 
you know, they have a tough time rebounding. Like they, they you know, they get beat up on second chance points by every right. team in the league. So trading away Jared Allen, which was kind of sort of the guy that allowed them to solve that problem from time to time. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yes, you add a little margin for error with James, but you also come playoff time, you're going to play against teams that are physical and you're going to come, you know, you got to go through Miami. You got to go through uh, Milwaukee. You're going to have to go through those teams that are built like they're trying to beat the Lakers. Right. And in the end, and if you get to the finals, you have to go against probably the Lakers. Right. So how are they going to, going to be able to solve that issue? And do you think that's a problem for them uh, going forward? Because I, I mean, think it is. Honestly, it, it, it is. It, it is a, a problem, but is a game of, you know, imposing your will. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If if height, then you're trying to play fast. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like those those New York AAU teams. You know what I mean? Like, often, you know, their biggest dude is like 6'5", but they're beating teams with like three seven-footers. And what they do, they force the other team. Your seven-footer is not going to do nothing, or we're going to run them so much, you're going to match our height. And when you match our height, are, you know, six foot five guy, you know what I'm saying? He's much tougher than, you know, your six foot five guy. But, you know but, I mean? but the thing is, the teams that I mentioned, mm-hmm. those are teams that are built to play against six five or whatever physically, physical, yeah. shorter guys, you right. know? So my, my thing is, how, how they you have a bam. Hmm? How you stop Kevin Durant? You're, nobody's going to stop Kevin Durant. Right. So then, but, how. James Harden has been stopped before, slowed down in the playoffs. Yes. Now you're looking at him as possibly second, third option. Mm-hmm. Your second, third defender is not guarding James Harden. Your second, third defender is not guarding James Harden. That I understand. But the thing is, you also have to make stops. Like, how are they going to stop an Anthony Davis or even a Sometimes LeBron James? Your, your best defense is a great offense. And, you know, like I said, Yes, man. <laughs> but you still need some time. Like, you still need to be able to – like, they're not the Golden State team from 2017. They're not, but I just – you know what I'm saying? I, I'm betting on the fact that those three guys offensively are incredible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And And – when, when I compare to, let's say, like Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis has shown flaws. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't forget that the, the Lake who did lose to Miami when Bam wasn't playing. Bam yeah. being probably, like, one of the toughest guys that we felt like was going to do something on Anthony Davis. He was supposed to have a field day when Bam wasn't there. Yeah, and but even, like, his performance with or without Bam – wasn't that much different. So Bam wasn't the one that was causing him problems. It was more the scheme that Miami used against him, double teaming and, and everything else that caused problems. And it comes down to that because the thing is, I'm thinking, especially the way uh, Houston was playing with the zone and, you know what I'm saying, kind of, they could do that with DeAndre because the problem with he can't got no pick and roll, right? Mm-hmm. You zone a little bit where, you know, you hide him. He's still a decent shot blocker. You know what I mean? With KD. Is he? He is de- decent. I say it was good. Decent. You know what I mean? He could block. 
You know what? Even if he doesn't block it, this was going to. He's gonna scare you enough where you know it's still a difficult shot. <laughs> hey, like I have all my reservations. I, I have to see DeAndre Jordan produce this year, honestly. Cause right. Jared Allen was like really much better than him. No, he was without a question. Like they lost a big piece. They lost a big piece with him leaving. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I. I just think, you know, there's so much they can do, you know what I'm saying, on the defensive end as far as, like, you know, the different schemes that they could put out there. You know what I mean? I think guys are a lot more open-minded when it comes to playing defense compared to the passes because of what, you know what I'm saying, the, what the Raptors have been doing as far as, like, the, the zoning and the, the boxes mm-hmm. and different things like that. I think coaches are more open-minded, you know yeah. what I'm saying, to it. And, and that's what you got to throw, you know, at, um, at the Lakers and teams like that. I feel you, but I feel like their finishing lineup, if we're thinking about it right now, and unless they get somebody uh, on the buyout market, like, you know, a big or whatever, somebody that's disgruntled that wants to play on championship team, a potential championship team, right now, I would say their best five is Kyrie, Joe Harris, mm-hmm. KD, mm-hmm. Harden, mm-hmm. and Jeff Green. That's lethal. Oh, that's that's like two hundred points. <laughs> <laughs> that's two hundred points right there, man. Two hundred points. That's two hundred points in a game. <laughs> so, how how does that do? Like like honestly, we're projecting way too much. But right, my concern is that look, you need some guys that are some athletic players that can slash and get through easy buckets or just some offensive rebounds and little things like that. You know, James is known to go to the free throw line 155 times. Not during the playoffs. Because he was by himself and you were able to double him and get the ball away from him and all of that stuff. Now yeah. you've got to check him mano a mano. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the scheme, going into games, the scheme was, yo, this is what we're going to do for James. And mm-hmm. two dudes, and he gonna pass the ball out, or he gonna force, or he gonna whatever. And he was not in shape to keep dribbling, dribbling, dribbling. Mm-hmm. Now he's playing at a hundred percent capacity. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. But th- like even even James, like, like for instance, the year they had Chris Paul and they almost won the chip. Like mm-hmm. if you look at the way those teams were built, right? They were really good defensive teams. You know, they had a bunch of guys that could really defend. And it's the same thing with, like, over the last few years, all the champions, even the Warriors, the Warriors had, you know, Kivon that they could count on. Like, they had, they have Draymond. They they had Iguodala that was really athletic. And especially during the playoffs, like, he would show, like, that little spark and make those little plays that you think, well, that's a good athlete that can make those plays. And if you think even the Raptors, Siakam and Ibaka were kind of those guys that were making those extra plays that only really good athletes can make. Right. And I feel like every championship team kind of needs that, that little element, that little juice that you need. Because right. especially if you're going to count on mainly on jumpers to, to win yourself your ball games, you kind of no, need no. somebody to get you those, you know, those extra chances. No, I agree with you. The team is not complete. Like I said, I think earlier when we spoke, they still need, you know what I'm saying, a guy like a Trevor Ariza, 
You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and like you said, I do agree that they might need like a, you know, a hard-nosed dude, like a blue-collar, you know what I'm saying, type dude. And the thing is, you know, there's still a lot of season to be played. Right now, they're standing, they're sitting on a strong foundation. Yeah. And I think I'd rather be in their situation than to be in somebody else's situation where it's like, yo, we need three, four guys to make it happen. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's three, four elite guys. Now, yeah. you're just looking for three, not two, three, like, role players yeah you know what i'm saying that you could do that that's you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying guys are going to get waived for whatever reason guys are going to be one out of their contract because they're trying to be on a winning team all of that is going to happen you know what yeah. i'm saying like we're only 10 games in into the season <laughs> you know what i mean so nah, that's facts so like it's it, that's why like i'm i'm being hopeful as far as like everything that's going on they still gotta you know what i'm saying gel well together and like get things going and a lot of people are going to criticize them because obviously you know to whom much is given much is tested so you know every game they lose is going to be like we told you it wasn't going to work out we told you it wasn't going to work out and then you know playoff comes and then you see this old dude who could still pretty much hoop who's playing on a losing team is going to be like yo send me over there i'm trying yeah. to make it happen and then boom there you go they got a team going on mm-hmm. you know i mean like last year how you know i mean clippers and lakers they got a bunch of guys they got the morris twins like you know and that's the type of guys that can end up being available. Yeah, no, no. The buyout market is is going to be there for 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 those teams, especially like those contending teams. They always find because right now in in the West, like we said before the season, there are right. four, 14 teams that think they can make the playoffs. Right. You know, in a few months, it's not going to be the case. Right. So, if for instance OKC starts losing and Al's value starts to dip right and you have a buy it option over there you know i mean there maybe okc is not going to be like man we there can't we can't find a trade partner for him it's going to be hey you know what buy me out and and a lot of those guys have the same agents mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i mean so you know it ain't even about teams talking to each other it's about agents talking to each other like yo hey man let's make it happen you know what i mean like <laughs> you know and that's what it is so mm-hmm. That's why, like, I'm very, you know what I'm saying, hopeful when it comes to that team that the biggest or the hardest thing was to have those, the three-headed monster going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now that you got that together, and the easiest thing is, you know, putting on the little pieces, you know what I'm saying, to the puzzle and to complete it. Yeah. No, the, the puzzle is not complete, but we'll, we'll see how, how that shakes out. Um, one of the pieces of the trade that I thought was interesting, Chris going mm-hmm. to Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how do you feel about that? What do you yeah, see? They got the same guy they just lost. <laughs> to me, you know what I mean? They're really getting the same guy they just lost. Yeah, but on a, on a better contract in this sense because yeah. Oladipo was an expiring. Chris has three years left, so he's, right. in, he's in the same timeline as Sabonis. As right. Brogdon, so he fits right in. Yeah, right. They and I think for Kyrie's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it it's a good situation for him. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, to to the sense that I think this year he may have been dimming down his light a little bit. You know, what I'm saying for the other guys, and yeah. I think over there, you know, I feel like it's a bunch of you know guys at his level, and nobody really, you know, what I'm saying is well, the up. Sabon Sabonis is a top 30. 35 guy. He's a top 30, but he doesn't have that top 30 aura. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't, nobody's walking out there like, yo, I'm trying to get that Sabonis jersey, no disrespect. No, I understand, you know I mean? but I, I think I think his peers and players around the league and coaches around the league understand that's that's one of the best. Like, they respect them because the respect they play against is, them. Yeah, exactly. 
but I'm saying that's why I'm saying like Charis uh, uh, is not going in there like I Sabonis. I you know what I mean like and with Brooklyn it was like I know K, uh, KD and what's his name coming back. You know what I'm saying? And I know yeah. where I gotta go. Yeah. Over there he going there like we are at the same level. You know what I'm saying? Like let's get this thing done. Mm-hmm. Obviously push comes to shove. Sabonis is the man. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know he's a quiet leader. Yeah. No, that's facts. And, and look, I, I really like how. Indiana's they always build their teams. It's not about having and they know they're not gonna attract the superstar. They just really draft well and they make right. you know, they make key trades. And we said it, you know, off the record. Right. Having a good team in this league is about either having a really good like a superstar player mm-hmm. where you can have that margin, right? Or just having a roster full of really good players. And that's exactly what I meant by, you know, what I'm saying that versus Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. You know, and they have a roster full of really good players. Yeah. They, you, like, they have – they can go nine deep with guys that right. you're confident that it makes sense that they're on an NBA roster. Right. You know, so, yeah, that's why that's why they're where they're at. And I think with Caris, it, it it's only going to make it less awkward because with Oladipo, he was once the number one option. He made the mm-hmm. all-NBA team. And now suddenly you have Sabonis emerging. They signed right. – Brogdon in free agency was really good also. So having Karis coming in with fresh blood and just feeling like, you know what, this is a new start for me. Right. I think it, it can only do good for the team. And, uh, That's a fact. Nah, I, I like that move. That's uh, a fact. Other than that, I think, you know, what do you think about the Cleveland moves? I think Cleveland, they're just stacking up on bigs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing, but but guess what though? You see, like that's the type of team. I feel like you know, what I mean, like they may they might mess around and just start you know dumping off contracts. Probably, you know what I'm saying? And that's yeah, you know I mean, like might mess around and Dre, uh, not Draymond, um, Drummond, Drummond. You know what I mean? Might be out of there. We don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So often when teams start doing stuff that the public is like, yo, what the hell are you guys doing over there? You're probably cooking something behind the scene. Yeah. I'm about to be like, okay, yeah, we see where you're going. You know what I mean? Like, you're probably just trying to start over. Yeah. No, I mean, they have something with their two guards. I think they have something with, you know, Larry Nance and obviously mm-hmm. the rookie Akoro. But all their bigs, I think it's, a, you know, Kevin Love, right. Andre Drummond. It's, I think it's. See? Kevin it's, Love, that's another dude, man. It's just some, some way to happen, you know, right. where it's like, you know what? they're going to be able to make a move eventually for those right. guys. Like, even even a guy like, yeah, Kevin Love, you mentioned, he could be on the buyout. <laughs> even, <laughs> what's his name? In uh, Detroit. Blake. There you go. So, I'm telling you, man, people, people sleeping, man. <laughs> you, you never know. They, they never play know. a few games, they're like, man, we ain't going to make it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Start calling. Yeah, man. Make the move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you hear around trading deadline and stuff like that, and boom, 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 a whole yep. bunch of crazy moves going on. Yep, yep, yep. No, definitely true. I mean, I mean, it, like today, you know, it, it just takes one disgruntled star, and you have all the whole league popping off. That's I mean, it. That's it. I mean, who's the next one? It's gonna be. We'll see. But you know, the NBA is full of drama and. That's what's cute. Full of surprises, man. Full of surprises. Do you want to get on Kyrie for a little bit? Kyrie? Yeah, man. You know, my man Kyrie, man. Y'all leave him alone, man. You 
Nah, but it, I don't know. His situation is special, man. Um, and you know what I'm saying? When it comes to him, I might be a little biased, but I'm also looking at as far as like uh, history. And I feel like historically he hasn't been like that. You know what I'm saying? Like as far he has not been like that historically. Maybe it was just more guarded when he was in Cleveland. I don't know. I don't know. And the fact that he was in Cleveland, like, well, he played with LeBron, so that was, they had But even covered. before LeBron got there, it wasn't all crazy before LeBron got no, there. No, before LeBron got there, he wasn't. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he was cool. And then, like, the only, the first time we ever heard anything controversial was, I guess, him wanting to be out of Cleveland. Yeah, and when he went out, all the stories starting to come out about, you know, how he was moody and he, sometimes he wouldn't speak to teammates for a little bit. But, right. like, Always like stories always come out when people get treated and yeah, stuff. But like that's that. whack because that's just like everybody else. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you can go into literally every family and you know what I mean? Like there's times where you don't want to talk to your own brothers. Like yeah. we're not you know what I mean, so we're not gonna go out there and you know <laughs> he's a bad human being because he didn't feel like no, talking to a team. Not at all. You know? Not like, at all. It's just that he has a person. I'm sure there's that type of stuff about LeBron. I'm sure there's hey, that type I, of- I don't doubt. I don't doubt. It's just <laughs> He probably has a personality where he's, he's a little more up and down and less even killed than some of the guys. Right. right. No, but you see, for a superstar the, player, right. that needs sort of to be the most reliable guy in your franchise, sometimes right. it's not necessarily ideal. Right. You know, so that's how I feel like in this situation, like during the middle of like the season started, they need mm-hmm. to build that they build that chemistry. Right. And I and I don't know what he's going through personally or whatever, but to not communicate with anybody about this situation and to just stop and now you have a team that's like they have to keep going, they have to continue building that flow. Right. I mean, you know, it, I don't know about it. I mean, it doesn't I really feel, make sense to me. I know? feel like did there's some type of communication. Um, the reason why I'm saying that because he would have been traded if they felt that strongly about him. Hmm. You, you get what I'm saying? And for them not to move him, well, he is communicating to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Whether, communi- it's K, whether it's KD or wherever, whoever, he's communicating to somebody. It's just... But his coach has said that he hasn't spoken to him. You know? Oh, Steve? Yeah. Like, like for not since then but the first game that he missed and whatever or the in the second game they were saying well we haven't heard from him right so you know i think now they've you know they've had conversation and they decided that you know he's taking a personal leave or whatever that means that you know they discussed it but like before then it was just like well he's absent right you know and whatever he's doing like it's fine if he's gonna go and do some social stuff or whatever. Right. But don't do it on company time. Like he's getting paid right now. Yeah. He's not showing up to work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, that is not, you know, I'm saying obviously it's not cool. Uh, But I think the only thing too with that is I think there has to be certain things in contracts, right? Like when it comes to things like that, I think, because as far as him doing whatever he's doing, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, like, I think the only reason why I'm kind of giving him a pass versus, let's say, James Harden's situation, I feel like he's truly going through something. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's in a very weird place. And he's been like that since, you know what I'm saying? I guess when he was uh with the Celtic and he said, you know, like, you know, his his grandfather passing or whatever. I think, you know, and that type of stuff shaped people in a different way. You know what I mean? So definitely. I, so I'm I'm definitely watching him like he has not, you know what I'm saying? Even though they say like he was moody and stuff like that, he has not been behaving like that. Like he's a type of dude that loves basketball. Yeah. Like he wasn't playing on the national team and he was out there passing the ball. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta, so when somebody like that, you know what I'm saying, kind of goes left a little bit, you gotta look at it a little deeper than the surface, you know what I'm saying, thinking, ah, yo, he's just this way or he's just that way. You gotta feel like, man, he must be going through the worst if the one thing that he actually loves, he doesn't even feel like doing it anymore. Yeah. And that I totally agree, but the the PR look of him being at his sister's birthday right celebrating mm-hmm. like and i understand if you're going through stuff you don't have to be miserable 24 7 you know right. that's not the case right but at the same time it's it's a bad look that you know you know he's supposed to be out there with his teammates and you know right. he's, seems no, like it, he's, he's having look, the time of his life the look of it is a bad look but as a human being who we are able to kind of, you know, dissect things and, you know, things for our own. We ain't, we ain't robots. We're also able to assess the situation and be like, he was not FaceTiming the situation. Like, yo, look at me, I'm partying. It was somebody from the side yeah. who felt the need to film mm-hmm. and post it out there, yeah. which is whack as hell because now he's looking bad because of somebody that he trusted or they trusted to invite to that party situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So in that situation, I'm like, it, it, it is a bad look, but he didn't take that video. He was there to enjoy his sister's birthday and somebody, you know, messed with his privacy. That's why. Yeah. No, that's for sure. That's for sure. And I mean, we'll know more in the next few days. And right. I, I hope it's not like, look, if it's nothing crazy and he's doing well and he just wanted to take some time off to do whatever he has to do right then i think he should probably forfeit some salary in some sense or he should probably get fined because you know if you're gonna be a full-time basketball player then that's gotta be your job you know that's a fact but if he has to deal with something personal and it's really something particular i mean anybody has you know is allowed to have their moment and right you know you shouldn't be penalized for that you know right so yeah i, I just hope i just hope he you know he feels good because it's fun to have Kyrie on the court definitely you know because Kyrie is an amazing basketball player he's fun to watch that this year's putting up crazy numbers 27 a game almost right. 50 50 100 line you know Damn. shooting split so he's incredible his skill set is magnificent but the thing is like you just have to be reliable. Right. No, you know, definitely. That's the thing. And especially if you're trying to build something and you're trying to build something in a situation where you have, you really have a chance to do something special. Right. You know, because um, a lot of people compared it to the situation with Derek Rose when he was in New York mm-hmm. and he just missed uh, a ball game and, you know, people couldn't find him and he just had gone back to Chicago and was really rethinking about if you still wanted to play ball, but I think the Derrick Rose situation was, it was a little more like, 
you could see it unfold in a sense because right. it's a guy that was MVP. He got right. injured. He was in right. Chicago, which was his hometown for right. the longest while. He gets traded while he's on a contract here to a team that's, you know, that's at the bottom of the league and the Knicks. He's playing okay, but he sees that he's not necessarily at the same level that he used to be. So maybe just reality just struck him that, man, like, I'm not who I used to be, and I'm not in a situation where we're winning, so it's not right. as fun. You know, I'm not yeah. having fun playing ball. Right. Whereas Kyrie is playing with his best friend in the league. He's playing home. And, you know, he pulls this off. It's like, well, when are you really going to be satisfied with right. your situation? But I think the Kyrie thing, too, is compared to, let's say, a D-Rose. D-Rose been quiet, mm-hmm. and he doesn't say much. You know what I'm saying? And and I think that, too, helps Kyrie. Everything he says, man, is being blown out of proportion, man. Kyrie can't That's even true. breathe without <laughs> things being <laughs> blown out of proportion. You know what I mean? So I think that, too, kind of plays, you know what I'm saying, into that a little bit where, mm-hmm. you know, D. D Rose was really quiet. You know what I mean? So when he went through that, people were like, oh, whoa. Like, what's going on with D. Rose? And, yeah. You know, but with Kyrie, I think, you know, the, him and the media, man, they they just don't get along. <laughs> they just don't get along. <laughs> right. But when he pulls off moves like that, man. And you giving him fire. To, exactly. You know I mean? To light you up. <laughs> exactly. You gave him ammo. Because, like, we discussed about it. Kyrie, when he did that interview post calling people pawns. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, yo, he's amazing. Like, that was an incredible interview. Right. You know, he responded to answers to questions, and he was just, like, super on point. Like, he's a guy that expresses himself really well. Right. You know, so whenever he's going to be candid about stuff, and especially about the game of basketball, it's always going to be interesting. Right. You know, but the thing is, when you start going off the rails and, you know, people sort of can't really understand what's the purpose of what you're doing, then right. that's when they, they're going to criticize or they're going to judge because often people judge what they misunderstand, you know? Right, right. No, so. definitely, definitely. And like I said, man, he might be going through something, man. And I think also, I think something that we might be downplaying is his relationship with Kobe Bryant. I think, you know what I mean? Like he lost him in 2022, you know what I mean? And I think, and that's around the time things, you know what I mean? started being a little weird for him. Then the pandemic hit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, like I said, man, he he might be going through some heavy, heavy stuff that, you know, where we don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think I, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt until, you know, he, he he proves different. Yeah. No, definitely. Let's just give him, let's just, <laughs> just give him time. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> that's, that's what it is, man. But, you know, shout out to the Brooklyn Nets. They have a special situation, you know, um, now they have a, a real big three. I mean, three guys, you know, two MVPs that are still at an MVP level and another guy that's, you know, we, we saw put up 40 point games in the finals. Right. That's rare. So, right. I mean. The one that hit that, that, that dagger. Mm-hmm. Three guys of that caliber. Yeah, that that's special, you know. Oh, definitely. That's really, really special. So, we'll see. Do you think it's the most talent in a big three ever? The most talent? Just talent-wise. Like, you take each individual and... Probably. It might be. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it is. Because I'm looking at it, I think... 
obviously KD LeBron cancels out. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like James and D Wade cancels out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Kyrie's slightly ahead of Chris Bosch. Because Kyrie's a very worthy Robin. Yeah. And I'm not sure. Like, Kyrie is pushing it. Like, when you forget that Kobe was Robin, you feel like Kyrie might be, like, you know what I'm saying, that dude when it comes to Robins. And I'm not sure if you ever see Chris no, Bosch no. in that. Like, yeah. You know By mean? the way, I, I, I added the big shout to our boy Leon. <laughs> 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 we had a 2,000 words debate, man, about oh, man. Kyrie versus Scottie Pippen uh. <laughs> as, a, as a number two option. Right. And I would, like, my point was, like, I would probably pick Scottie because he covers a lot more on your team, but... It depends what you have, though, and I feel like and that's what I said. fit their guy perfectly. Uh, and that's what I said. I said, depending on the situation, maybe I would pick Kyrie. Right. And he was like, no. Nah. No, it, it the whole line, all all the way through, I'm gonna pick Scottie Pippen, regardless of the situation. Yeah, come on, man. I mean, that's what we debated, but at the end, the thing is, his point was, Scottie, uh, was always available. Also, he was never injured, and you know, that counts for him. And when Kyrie decided to show up, they won. <laughs> hey, no, to me, to me, I felt like it was a debate because the thing is Kyrie in 16-17, like the 17 Cavs that lost to the Warriors were one of the greatest teams ever. Right. You know, it was just a matter of going up against probably the most disciplined and I don't know, it's the best team I've, I've seen of my lifetime. Right. The 17 Warriors. So they're going against that juggernaut at KD at a low-key, like, Jordan-esque level in those finals. Right. So, you know, that count counted against him, but Kyrie averaged 28 points per game in that finals. And Kyrie, yeah. the year before, torched everybody that was on him in the Definitely. finals, and that's why they won. So, and, and KD was special, too, but like I said, what I want to everybody know is that you you playing KD special, but, like, in a five-minute span. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you're playing against that crazy system. And then when it's dry, you got to figure out how to stop KD in five minutes. Exactly. That's impossible. It's like, impossible. And that's when he started bombing things from all over the place like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Guys like that, when they are able to operate in a system and then you only have five minutes to stop them in a one-on-one, you're not going to stop them. It's, so, over it's, 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 it's over. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, shout out to Leon, man. Shout out. He's going to hear this. He's probably going to text us both. I mean, be Hell like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, man, you really think? You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, no, it's situational. But, yeah. Um, anything else you wanted to touch? No, sir. No, sir. I mean, shout out, you know, coming in quick, man, for the, for the emergency pod. You know, Right, right. Hopefully the season is not stopped by COVID. You know, hopefully. That, that's yeah. another thing, too, man. I hope not, man. <laughs> but the thing is, like the comments that George Hill made yesterday got me worried a little. Yeah. You know, it was like, I'm a grown man. I can do whatever I want. If I want to see people, I'm going to see people. Like, obviously, it's family members or whatever. Like, but look, I'm, you know, I'm going to abstain because, you know, I think we're living in different situations. Like, we're <laughs> here in Canada, like, we're not allowed to see people, you know? But I guess over there in the States, people are allowed to see each other. And, you know, 
they've been going at it for for what for, for you know what I mean it's just different situations but it got me worried a little bit because if players are still going to abide to not going to abide to those rules then you're still going to have cases you're still going to have you know right contact tracing going on and they might have to do that bubble situation again exactly. for much man I don't even get it like this I feel like this yeah I mean you ain't like the bubble because you're locked into a situation. Mm-hmm. Now you're outside a bubble, you're at home, you know what I'm saying? And you get to still travel around and things like that, you know, and right. still not good enough. So all right, we should all stop playing. But the only thing I think is whack about his situation, about let's say stop playing is you're solid. You're like 10 year deep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to check. Yeah. What about the rookie that just came in? And I'm not talking about the first, you know what I'm saying? 15 or 14 guys. I'm talking about those that need that check. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, if they say, you know what I'm saying, you were to forfeit, let's say your check that you were supposed to get this year to feed it to them, would you be fine with it? If you cool, then all right, man, you're a solid dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if that's not the case, then sometimes, you know what I mean, you got to think a little outside as far as like the, the you know what I mean, like the low people too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you got to look, look out for them as well, you know, yeah. because – yeah, you got a solid situation for yourself. You know, you've been able to work hard and earn your money. But at the end of the day, there's a, you know, a bunch of people at home still waiting on that. Uh, what's that, what's that, that check they're waiting on this call again? The stimmy. <laughs> yeah, the stimmy, you know what I mean? And, and that's, they need that. They need that. You know that. what I mean? Yeah. And you, you're blessed enough to still do what you love, you know what I'm saying? Get paid for it and feed your family and those people around you. Sometimes, don't take it for granted. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. And, and one other thing that he said that Loki pissed me off, he said, you know, we're swearing on each other for 40 minutes or whatever, and then we can't dap each other up after the guy. I was like, okay, fine. Like, it's not because you're risking at some point that you got to not take away all the risks. You know right. what I mean? Right. It's like, yeah, fine. You guys are swearing on each other for during the game, but like they're saying don't dap him up because that's an extra risk that you're adding for potential, you know, right. contagion. Right. right. Like right. just because there's something going that you, you're risking doesn't mean that all of the risk, like, you know, screw right. it and we're going to go ahead and, right. and not take care of them. Like, right. no. like there's a reason why guys are staying at a certain distance on the bench and they're wearing masks. It's like if we can limit certain risks, then we're going to do whatever we can to limit those risks. That's a fact. You know? So it's not, you know, it's like, yeah, it might seem inconsistent, but it's just a question of limiting the risks. And exactly. that's just what it is, you know? No, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. I definitely agree with you on that. You know, so, yeah. But shout out to George Hill, man. Having a great season in OKC. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a great player. All right, man. We're going to end on this, you know? Finish it off. Yes, sir. Um, for all the people that listen, you know, shout out to you guys, you know, listen, subscribe to the pod and, you know, we're now on YouTube. You know, you can watch those videos, watch our reactions to those, uh, to whatever we say. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> all right, take it easy.